right, Jordi. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today on uh, this episode of Grow with the Flow. Uh, let's just start with uh, Seven Eagle and uh, how did you start Seven Eagle? Sure. Well, thank you for having me on. It's an honor. And uh, you guys have been a great partner to us over the years. So I appreciate that. Um, so Seven Eagle Group, we're going into our, uh, I think our ninth year now. Um, I uh, uh, started the business um, uh, with this mission of connecting our country's military veterans here in the United States with, uh, with companies who uh, could benefit from just top candidates, uh, and it's been uh, it's been a great ride. We've uh, we've grown to about forty five team members now. We're a remote operation, and uh, we train military talent uh, in cybersecurity and technology, and then we uh, place them into positions at our clients' companies. So, All right. So what kind of industry do you typically operate in? So we, we, we work across all industries. Um, our focus is cybersecurity and, uh, and technology. But uh, if, there, if a company has a, a great opportunity, a good career um, in any other area, we'll help them find a match for that talent. We try to stay away from um, jobs that are paying less than $50,000 a year. Uh, cause we like to have people, um, we like to put them into careers, not necessarily jobs, not necessarily an hourly position that, you know, they're going to leave as soon as they get, you know, a 50 cent raise. We're looking for somebody to find a home that can really catapult their career. Makes sense. So what did you see before starting Seven Eagle that you decided, okay, I'm going to focus on veterans who are, you know, transitioning into a civilian mm -hmm. career? Serving in the U.S. military, I think, is one of the, the best career preparations that somebody can go through. I mean, that's where, you know, uh, our, our service members learn all about leadership and hard work and discipline and dealing with failure and getting, you know, having that, that dedication, that drive, that toughness to, uh, you know, get the job done and to get it done well. And when service members leave the military, they have this really strong foundation that um, transitions extremely well to the civilian world. So they take that those skills that those character traits that were um, instilled in them, they take those now to their civilian company, and um, they they tend to be just incredible workers. You know, they have that strong base, and they're very coachable, and they're you know they they put their company first, and. Uh, that mission first and that those are traits that not a lot of civilians um uh you know it's not intuitive to intuitive to them they have to learn those in the military they already have that that training under their belt so um you know first and foremost that's what that's the reason why our hiring companies um provide opportunities to these military veterans because they want their companies to grow they want their companies to do well and be profitable. 
Um, but the added benefit um, is that you're doing a really, you know, nice patriotic act for your country, you know, to give somebody who served and who's put their life on the line for our country to protect our freedom, um, to give that person an opportunity to have a rewarding and a lucrative career is, um, is a really nice thing that companies do. So that's the extra benefit. And those two things combined, um, I looked at that. I, I, I was a business owner and variety of other um, ventures prior to this one. And those were qualities when I was looking for talent that were very appealing to me. And I figure, hey, if they're appealing to me, I know they'll be appealing to other business owners too. So that's that's the reason I launched this. Makes sense. So why is it hard for, you know, companies, right? Like to, uh, why is it hard for companies to find uh, veterans who are, uh, you know, transitioning into a, uh, a civil life uh, that uh, they need uh, somebody like Seven Eagle? It, I think it's hard for companies, uh, whether you're looking for a veteran or a civilian, um, it's really <laughs> hard to find talent today. It's not an easy thing. I mean, it's there. Um, the way the inter the internet has made it really easy for people to apply to a job, right? So right. somebody who's looking for work can sit in front of their computer and hit apply, 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 apply. And they could do that all day long and apply to 50 or a hundred jobs. Um, and if you're on the receiving end of those applications, you might post a job in the morning and by lunchtime you have 500 applicants and it's really hard to sift through that and evaluate um, quickly the person that you need from that. So it's it, hiring is a, it's a challenge. It's not easy. Um, uh, you know, depending on if your job is in a specific location where you need talent or if it can be done remotely and the person can live anywhere makes it easier if they, you have that flexibility, if they must be in a certain city near your headquarters, it makes it a little harder because your talent pool is smaller. Um, it's a candidate's market today. You know, there yeah. are not a lot of good candidates out there for the number of jobs, the number of companies that need them. So you have a lot of fighting um, over the same good people. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge on both sides, you know, to find that, that, that match where are you going to, you know, find the home if you're a candidate that, you know, fits in with your vision for what you want in your career and, where the culture is going to be a good fit. Um, the pay is going to be what you're looking for, the responsibilities, you know, and then from the company standpoint, they want to find people who are going to stay long-term in those positions, you know, makes, so. Makes sense. So uh, help, help us understand Seven Eagle a little better, right? So um, what, so do you do direct placements? Do you do uh, contract placements? Uh, what do you typically do? We, we do whatever our clients need. You know, mm -hmm. most of our work happens to be direct hire. Mm -hmm. um, we do we do contract positions as well. We are an authorized provider of the military um, uh, skill bridge program. And that's a really unique and incredible um, opportunity that allows service members to leave the military up to six months early. 
and go into a an, an internship environment. So we place a lot of transitioning service members into these um, uh, internships with companies. Um, and the reason why it's so popular is because the uh, the service member gets an opportunity to really determine, is this the industry I want to be in? Is this the company I want to be with um, for my post-military career? And so they get to really you know, test drive that company to make sure in that industry that that's a good fit for them. And they also, so in doing so, they get the opportunity to um, develop skills that they might not have had in the military, develop these civilian skill sets that are going to make them very valuable to hiring companies. So it makes it an easier transition for them. And then from the company standpoint, they do not have to pay the talent for that internship period because they're still receiving their military pay. So that eliminates all their risk in hiring. And they get a chance too to make sure, hey, is this the type of person who fits in well here and is added val adding value? And uh, with the goal at the end of this internship program to convert that uh, service member to a W-2 employee position. So that's the, the outcome that everybody wants going in. Um, and so we do a lot of placements in that program. Okay. So um, do you, in your experience, right? Like, do you think um, that people who are part of this, this skill bridge program can, would they be interested in becoming headhunters slash recruiters? And okay. uh, do you think they would probably make uh, good headhunters or not? Oh, terrific. I mean, to the point yeah. where, almost everybody we hire here at Seven Eagle, they start as SkillBridge interns because we want to make sure that they enjoy this career path. We're actually um, launching our own training program in February for transitioning service members who are interested in being recruiters who want to be, you know, who want to be job recruiters. And we have you know, 163, I think, people who are expressing interest in that program so far, we're going to narrow it down to 30, but we'll train them in a full-time environment for 30 days, and we'll teach them how to be effective recruiters. And then from there, we'll, um, we'll try to get them jobs with companies who they want to work for in the industry. So yeah, there's definitely a, a demand for people to work in recruiting. Makes sense. The reason that I ask is if anybody listening to this, if they are interested in, you know, maybe getting an intern and eventually hiring a veteran as a recruiter, you know, should they be reaching out to Seven Eagle? Yeah, hundred percent. We'd love to help any of um, recruiter flows clients or prospective clients. Listen, one of the biggest challenges in running a business in a recruiting agency um, is. Uh, you know, the cash flow is trying to, you know, keep the business going to pay all the expenses to pay the staff while you're waiting on your clients to pay your fees. Most of us work on contingency and an opportunity to take a reduce some of that pressure financially make gives you a better chance of success. So, yeah, we would be happy to help any of your people in your Perfect. audience. Perfect. So I'm going to put some contact details uh, in the description um, so that people can reach out to you. And if not, you can reach out to me. I'll put you in touch with Jordi. Um, 
So Johnny, you have a you mentioned you have forty five people team. Is that is that correct? Okay. Correct. What does the hierarchy look like uh, in that team? Mm-hmm. So we have um, it's not a lot of hierarchy. We're, we 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 um, you know I have a, a a guy named Derek Barnhart who manages all of our recruiters, which is the majority mm-hmm. of our team. Um, I have a woman named. Uh, Brenna Van Stone on the team who manages all these training programs that we do. Um, and then we have a, uh, a, a team of um, sorcerers, headhunters who assist the other groups in finding the talent and evaluating the talent. So we're, we're, we're pretty flat. We don't have a lot of layers, you know, we're all, um, very focused on this mission of even even though we're a for-profit company and we need these placements to to help the company survive we we care deeply about the community that we serve and we never let our fees get in the way of military talent connecting with jobs um and everyone cares cares immensely about about that about helping this audience of people who really need our support helping to get them into some great career paths, you know, and mm-hmm. then at the same time, helping companies get superstars so they can keep growing and doing well. Makes makes sense. So another very interesting thing is that, you know, traditionally, if you're a recruiter, uh, headhunter, you would go hunt your candidates on LinkedIn, Indeed, these, you know, these very popular platforms. What does, what do your hunting grounds look like? We, yeah, good question. I mean, there's no easy answer to that because we, like everyone else in this industry, you, you headhunt wherever you can, you know? <laughs> so we, um, first and foremost, it's crucial to have a, a platform that at late enables you to stay organized and, um, and on task. And that's why we use recruiter flow. I've, I've, during my nine years in business, I've tried got four different platforms. And uh, um, in my opinion, Recruiter Flow is the best one. It's enabling us to um, work together as a group much more easily. We're all remote. So it's crucial that we have, um, you know, software that's going to be easy for the team to use, um, enable us to, um uh, you know, track every candidate who we headhunt to put them into pipelines, to keep histories of all of our conversations, to have template emails so everybody's using the same process in our headhunting. But um, I mean, we put, to answer your question, we we have a, uh, we call it a, a talent network. And that's where anyone who is in this military community who reaches out to us, we put them into this network and we enter all that data into recruiter flow. So we have, you know, thousands and thousands of records of candidates who have asked for us to help them. So all that information is in recruiter flow. When we get new assignments, the first place we always start our headhunting initiatives is in recruiter flow. So we do some advanced searches, um, to try to identify people who we feel might match to that specific job requirement. And then we um, uh, reach out to them with 
with a phone call or a Zoom call to further evaluate them to determine if they're appropriate. So that's usually the first place we start with headhunting next is um, we, we do stuff on Indeed. We do stuff on LinkedIn. Um, we work with all the military bases around the world to, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, with their point of contacts there to promote positions. Um, you know, it's really what, whatever we have to do, we, we, we make, we do those initiatives, you know, to, to try to uncover the, t- the talent, to try to find where they are. Makes um, sense. And it's challenging. That's the bulk of our activities. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's not just you. Uh, across a lot of customers uh, of recruiters, including us, right? Like uh, it's it's hard yeah. uh, to be recruiting uh, right now. Um, there is something very interesting that I saw about Seven Eagle, and that is the amount of content in at least videos that you have created. So there is there is a massive video library, even. Uh, yeah. you know, you, there are, there are a lot of candidate introduction videos and all of that. Right. So what made you so heavy, uh, oh, on video? video and- yeah. Great question. I mean, you know, recruiting's a, it, it's a, it's a very tough business in the fact that when we get an assignment, we're looking for one person, right? We need a cybersecurity analyst who lives in Pittsburgh to make $70,000, right? We might, have a hundred people or 200 people that we're evaluating for that one position who have expressed interest. And if we're, if we do our jobs well, that we get one of those, you know, say a hundred people hired, the other 99 people are getting basically rejected. They're not getting that position. And, you know, unfortunately these candidates are not blaming the client. They're going to blame us. Oh, seven Eagle didn't, didn't get me the job. They failed me. So one of the one of the strategies that we use to help this audience, because we want to help all of them, not just the one we're placing, we want to help the other 99 too, is be able to provide them with information and educational content that they can use to help in their career, right? If we can help them write a better resume or teach them how to network or how to build a LinkedIn page or how to you know, do an informational interview or how to dress for an interview, any, any of this um, content that we can share with these, this massive audience of we're interacting with um, is something that we believe strongly and we want to help. We, you know, and almost all the time, we're not monetizing that there's no revenue that's coming back to us, but Hey, if we can help somebody in our audience, get a job on his own or her own, that's okay too. That's a great outcome. You know, we're not gonna, we don't need a lot of these folks on our end to place them to fill our clients positions, but we have thousands and thousands of reaching out for help. So that's the main reason of the video. I just think it's an easy way for people to digest content much easier, at least for me personally, it's easier for me to watch a video than to sit down and read a, you know, a blog post. I'd rather watch uh on 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 camera and i just like the connection it's you know like you and i talking here it's not as good obviously as being face to face but it's the next best thing you know and uh i feel i feel it's easier to make a connection with your audience via video makes sense so and do you think that you know this content library that you have created also helps you create top of the funnel for your candidates right so 
you know, they might not know about uh, Seven Eagle, but then they see this, they now know about Seven Eagle and end yeah. up applying. Does that happen often or that? 100%, that yeah, all the time where you have somebody who watches a video that you've done and then they reach out saying, oh my gosh, we would love to hire military talent. I watched this video you did on, you know, how 10, t- 10 pitfalls to avoid when hiring your next candidate. And um, can you tell us a little bit more? So it's a great it's a great promotional tool too. So you're serving sure. a lot of benefits. You're getting it, the SEO, the search engines, love video content. Um, and you're providing a great service to your audience and it's going to lead to some leads and some business for you. So everybody wins when you, when you do it, and it doesn't take much effort. You know, you don't have to be, um, feel like you're, you're, you know, you're not good enough to communicate like you're, equipment isn't good you don't have a professional studio i think all that is um (laughs) secondary to the content to the value that you're going to provide people are very um would rather have great content um than a splashy production with music and video editing you don't need any of that anybody can film you know podcast or you know video content right from your phone so absolutely i encourage i encourage everyone to do that you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting in a dark room with a cardboard box in the background. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. So yeah, no, I I am completely with you there. So I want to change gears a little bit, Jordi, and I want to you know it's been ten years since you started uh, Seven Eagle. Very few businesses, especially in a brute in an industry as brutal as staffing and recruiting, right? Like very few businesses go that far and even among the businesses that do very few you know get to like 40 50 people kind of a scale now i want to understand that journey a little bit deeper right like what did first couple of years look like then what did the next three or four years look like what how has the team size evolution been over last last 10 years no good question because it's it like any business, it is a grind, man. It is hard. Um, it always is going to seem easier at the start. Like, <laughs> oh, I can do a business in this. And, you know, you start doing the budget. and Oh, I'm going to be making this much money and this year and that. And um, it's just so much harder than that. It's a grind. You got to be willing to take the ups and downs and to slog it out every day and, um especially a business like recruiting where it's like this roller coaster, you know, one day you get a hire, the next day your hire, you know, canceled on you and mm-hmm. nothing happens. Um, so it's, it's not for everyone, you know, to be in an in industry like, like this, where it's so, it's so um, attached to your performance, right? There are a lot of, excuse me, a lot of, um, companies you can go work for where you get a salary and you show up every day, you do your job and you go home. And this is not that, I mean, this, you live and die by your placements and, uh, um, and you know, it's tough. It's hard. It's the first few years of starting any venture is difficult. I mean, the first five years of, I was on basically on my own. It was just me. Um, and then I slowly started adding people to the mix. Um, and, you know, 
with that, yes, your revenues are going to go up the more and more people you add. But, um, you know, there are some years when I was just on my own where I personally was making more money for myself than the net of what I made when I was on my own was more than what I'm making with 40 people. You know, it's just, you just have to in, envision, um, you know, a day when the company is just going to skyrocket, you sure. know, and um, it takes a lot of trial and error. It takes a lot of mistakes. It takes a lot of money to do everything. Um, but, you know, I, the reason I don't give up on this is because I just feel like, you know, I, we have this tiger by a tail, you know, we've got this incredible um, team of people who care deeply about the work we're doing. We have um, massive demand on the company side for good talent, you know, companies, there's a shortage of good talent. So our service is in demand and we have a lot of good people looking for jobs. So mm -hmm. it's just a matter of doing the matchmaking. Um, you know, and just believing that, um, what you're doing is valuable and we're serving sort of a higher purpose. Um, the business is, uh, we've grown every year, which is exciting now. And again, it's not easy, but we've managed to grow every year in existence and, uh, have just have so many exciting initiatives that we're doing this year that you know i met i we're on i i truly believe we're going to um you know 4x the revenue we did last year wow or this year in 2022 um just because we're we're so much further along we've learned so much from our mistakes from what works what doesn't work trying to automate things you know even something just something as simple as getting with a great um, ATS platform like recruiter flow makes a huge difference because that frees up a lot of time that makes us more efficient. Um, you know, and, uh, I think one of the best lessons I've learned over the years is that you have to put processes in place, you know, so the business can scale more easily. You got to try to automate stuff, you know, so we'll use recruiter flow for, you know, email campaigns that are automated where I have templates already written where I'm not asking my recruiter to sit there and for 20 minutes try to think of something creative to write. You know, it's already done for for him so he can just plug it in, push a button and it goes. And I think learning those lessons of, hey, what's planned for the future, not, um, I think, is enabling us to grow every year. Mm. But uh yeah, it's great. It, listen, it's a lot of fun. It's and if you believe in what you're doing and you have the passion for it, you know, like I love getting up every day. I love, you know, working on weekends because I love the work I'm doing. You know, I love helping the community. And, uh, you know, my belief is the, the money will always follow if you have that, that drive, that passion for what you're doing. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Um, Last question, and this is uh, something that I ask everybody. What is, you know, a book or a podcast or something, right, like that you would recommend uh, to all our listeners? Yeah, good question. I, I love, I've been, I've been so, um, I'm a huge, huge um, uh, uh, 
reader or I call it listener of books. I, 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 t I prefer to listen to them on audio than uh, read. It's just easier for my lifestyle. But I'm a big believer in a say called Audible. I love it. Where Sorry, can... I didn't catch that. Audible. 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 Oh, yeah. A-U-D-I-B-L-E. Yeah. yeah, where you can, they have a catalog of every, practically every book in the universe. And you can go on there and listen to, um, you know, so many great titles on everything. I Because I, I try to tell my 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 team members is you got to become a subject matter expert. You got to constantly learn. You don't ever want to stop learning. And even in recruiting, there's so much great content out there that's available to teach, to, to make you a better recruiter, to teach you how to interact better with your candidates, how to interact better with the clients and make more placements. And you need to learn from these people who are willing to share this advice. And Audible is a great source of that. YouTube is a great source. Um, uh, but I, I also like, as far as my favorite, I guess my favorite this right now anyway, is uh, I love a podcast by, uh, um, it's called uh, How I Built This. And it's by a guy named uh, Roz. I forget his first name, or I don't know if that's his first or last name. But if you type in How I Built This by Roz, you'll see he does an amazing podcast, very similar to like what you're doing, where he just interviews um, business owners and they you, they tell their story of mm -hmm. how they began and where they are now. And um, everyone has the same sort of path. They all struggle. They all hit bottom. They all don't know if they're going to be able to keep going. And somehow they just figure it out and, uh, and, and enjoy success at the end of that. And I just think every time I listen to a different one of these stories, there's something I can take away from that. Some lesson that sends me down a gets me to think a different way than I wasn't then. Like, oh my gosh, this guy solved that problem that I've been having too. And here's how he did it. Let me take a look and see if that could work for me. So I just love hearing stories of other business owners who have uh, been down this path before us and who have all struggled and, uh, and uh, all figured it out. You know, it's not perfect, but they all in their own way, figure out how to make uh, their venture a success. Absolutely. No, I, um, when I, I, sometimes I get asked, uh, especially new people joining recruiter flow, uh, that, you know, how, how did we get here? And my favorite answer to that is that it's been a series of very lucky accidents that happened. Yeah. Um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's hard first, first few years are, you know, yeah. you're so close to failure all the time all um, the time. and yeah. you have to you have to kind of learn to live with that right like uh, yeah. and still take risk still do things that are bold still do things that yeah 100%. you know don't really make sense and that's and if you're lucky you probably will get there yeah so, you just gotta yeah. believe and it it makes it fun and exciting and it's different every day, but I, I can't thank you guys enough for the work you're doing at RecruiterFlow. I could tell you, I mean, I can't highly recommend this enough too to somebody out there searching for a platform for their recruiting agency. I've, I've tried a lot of them and I'll tell you what I, if, if it's okay, I'll tell you what I like about you guys that others don't have. Um, for one, I think the, uh, I think your your price is very reasonable and affordable and it makes it easy for small guys to to get started. Um, 
And, but I think my, my, obviously your platform, very user-friendly and it's easy to understand. Um, and, uh, but I think my favorite thing about you guys is uh, your customer service. There's, there isn't, every time I reach out or somebody on our team reaches out, you guys always are very responsive. And um, there's nothing more infuriating as a business owner when you have a problem and you just want the answer to that and you're paying somebody a lot of money for their service and they won't pick up the phone to get on the call with you, right? They won't respond to their, your, their you email them, fill out some contact form. They say, you'll hear back from us within 72 hours, you know, and you want to just bang your head against the wall. And I think probably the main reason why I stay with you guys is because of your customer service. You have a great team that's very attentive, that truly cares about me. You know, they follow up when I forget I put in a request for something that will reach back out. And uh, that just means a lot to a business owner to have, to know that there are people you're, you're going on this journey with that have your back that, you know, that care about my success. And we're not just another number to you guys. And, uh, uh, and that's probably my favorite thing. And probably the best recommendation I can give for any business, because I know what other business owners are 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 struggling with it's the same stuff i'm struggling with you know so <laughs> yeah well yeah. thank you we try uh and uh you are right right one of the uh i i mentioned this earlier uh in the one of the earliest episodes of this podcast as well that when we hire in recruiter flow one of the biggest challenges of our hiring process is how do we filter for empathy? And I think we've done a reasonably okay job. We can definitely do better, but of you know, hiring people with very high empathy for their for their team, for for our for our users, making sure that you know we we have some investment in their uh, we we are we are emotionally invested in their uh, sure. success, right? So, um, and yeah, no, but th this is very encouraging to hear. Thank you so much for that, Jordi. Yeah, no, it's the truth, man. I don't give that, I don't talk like that freely about everyone. So it's, um, that's that's something you guys should be proud of. You're doing an awesome job training your team to have that empathy and to really care about the customer. And that, that, that goes a long way. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's uh, all I had. Thank you so much uh, for giving your time, Jordi. Um, and it was a pleasure uh, having you.